It's a very pertinent question to ask, how do we build back better? To build back better or whatever. We have a chance to reset the clock and build back better than before. To build back better than before. Remember the, the terrible damage of COVID as we try to build back from this uh, global pandemic. Joe Biden calls it build back better. Build back better. Building back better. To do things differently. To build back better. We're going to build it back better. And build it back better. To my plan to build back better. Uh, start taking all the problems that have been created in right. education and mental health and start to, to build back in a positive way. I have launched a booklet called Build Back Better, written after coronavirus. It's about building this country back better. Growing conspiracy following it. It is called The Great Reset. An unprecedented opportunity to rethink and reset the ways in which we live. The great opportunity for reset. The theory even calls Mr. Biden's campaign slogan, Build Back Better, a front for the conspiracy. Build back better. Building back better our economy. Build back better. All elements of the great reset are fundamental to building the future we need. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. It's a big effort to, some would say, to build back, back better. We would say to really have a great reset. Conspiracy, conspiracy. Conspiracy. Ahoy, tent pirates, plant parents, conscious consumers, and the morbidly curious. Welcome to Cultivation Conversation, a podcast for growers by growers. Come chat with our hosts, Captain Autoflower, the real green monster, and myself, Girl Go Grow. Grab a bouquet of your favorite flowers, apparatus of choice, and don't forget the fire while I tell you about the special companies that help keep this ship afloat. We are busy people and we demand the best for our plants. So all three of us automate our grows with Autopots. Available in over 63 countries, gravity-powered Autopot systems rely on no pumps, no timers, and no power to operate. This plant-driven automated watering is so precise, it will reduce consumption of feed while increasing yield. An effective and efficient way to delegate a little responsibility. Let your plants feed themselves. Use code CC10 at autopot-usa.com. If quality is the name of your game, look no further than AC Infinity. AC Infinity's grow tents, lights, accessories, and ventilation systems offer reliability and affordability along with total environmental control. Use code CULTIVATION on acinfinity.com to save even more. Frass Valley produces the highest quality superworm frass. 
naturally strengthen your plants and enhance their resistance to pests and disease. Use code CC10 at FastValley.com. We are big fans of Mass Hydroponics. Whether you're a local in Massachusetts or accessing their full online catalog, they are your one-stop shop for all of your growing needs. Use code CC10 at mass-hydro.com. Everybody, please give some love to Mad Hatter Organics for being our man behind the curtain. We quite literally couldn't do this without him. Thank you so very much. What is going on, everybody out there in podcast land? How you doing tonight? Happy Tuesday. Happy New Year. Happy fucking New Year. Hello, my darlings. Or as the Chinese place around the corner from me says, Happy New York. I swear to God. Happy New York. Happy New York. Well, uh, where where I was for the New Year, they say, Feliz Año Nuevo, Senor. And uh, yeah, down down in Mexico. That um, translates to listen to Cultivation (laughs) Conversation, right? (laughs) It does. I slapped up a couple stickers, you know, around... No, I, I didn't, I didn't, but, uh, dude, I, it was, it was awesome. You know, um, really great vacation. If you were following any of the stories, I'm sure you saw, I don't want to get too much into it, but like, it was a quite an adventure. I I can say that much. Um, man. Yeah. Just yeah, man. Pictures look sick stories and stuff you were shared. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was, it was awesome. And Thank God, thank God I was able to bring down that little, little vape pens, you know, from, from the dispensary. It's a lifesaver. Oh yeah, brother. Lifesaver. Did it last you the whole time? Well, I mean, like, what, with a, a budget of like one half gram cartridge per day, yeah, yeah, they did. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, I had to like overshoot i guess how much you're actually gonna need i didn't didn't, god last thing i wanted to do was like run out run out of my only supply of of uh thc my my brain was just a concern yeah like start misfiring you know wouldn't know what to do and plus you want to you know maintain for me it's legitimately like like i want to maintain my sleep schedule and my 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 eating habits and stuff like especially when you're when you're down at the at the resort, you know, getting all that fancy food. So, man, I yeah, it was just like, what can I do to just keep myself kind of going? And it did the trick, but ain't nothing like a good old-fashioned bong, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. Or a cone. Yeah. Man, I had a cone ready to go, like, in the car. It was... Oh, got me so fucking high. Like, you, right put, at, you put one in the car, so like, dude, when I fucking hit this yep. car, I'm getting ripped. Yeah, that's as, good planning right there. As I, I get like this car after I like the shuttle to the back to the hotel at the airport. As soon as I'm at my car, I can I can light up that big old cone. And I man, bet you dude. that was like the best joint you've smoked in fucking years. I mean, because you're yeah yeah absolutely absolutely man it tasted amazing too like that because you know i've just been puffing on that fucking extract all week and like some of them tasted okay you know like but ain't nothing like real weed i'll tell you i agree effects effects and flavor so cheers to that cheers brother personalized tours of all of the bathrooms at the resort that was like 
spot on. Now, did I you make sure to go around and, and drop heat in each single bathroom? Uh, I mean, as much as I possibly could, man. The, yeah. ba- the bathrooms, what's what, like, that was, I mean, for me, G3, you know, like, ba- the baños is what, like, separates the, uh, like, one, one resort from another, from, like, one so that's, establishment that's your bougie level? Your bathroom is your bougie level? Yes, like, take me, take me to the baño, senor, and let me gaze upon the throne which you provide me. And and I shall shall judge your establishment based on the cleanliness and uh, the f- facilities provided therein. I mean, dude, I didn't use a like put it this way. There's no paper towel dispensers or or hand uh, like those shitty fucking blowers they give you the what whatever it is the Excelsior the Dyson. I hate those things. But yeah, no, just roll like fancy rolled up um, nice like hand towels all day. All day, just hand towels. So, lovely, super oh, yeah. bougie. And the, the toilet paper, wow, soft, very soft. <laughs> but I, I mean, you doing like a TP commercial? <laughs> very. I, it wasn't Charmin. I don't know. It was some yeah. like you know. It was some uh, like the high quality Mexican brand. But man, very good stuff. Um, it, it's- it's funny when G3 mentioned you judge your bouginess by your bathrooms, right? Well, think about it. Like, the bathroom's usually, like, the last place people will, like, soup up in, a, in an establishment in a house. So when you see a sick-ass bathroom, it just goes to show you that, like, no dollar was, was spared here to make this place, you know, or no peso. <laughs> yeah, no peso was spared at all, man. No. It, yeah, truly, truly. And, um... Definitely not the kind of place where, like, I would have been able to score um, Mota very easily, <laughs> you know? Like, that's, it's just not, wouldn't have been in the cards, I don't think. So, like, again, just super glad I was able to just, you know, it looks like my regular vape that I use. So, um, nice, brother. snuck right in and kept me going, kept me going. but. Man, it was it was a time. I'll tell you that much. Like I don't know, you know, most of the United States experienced the fucking what are they called? The bomb cyclone, <laughs> like some some scary name for a just a cold weather event. But the cold weather followed us to Mexico, so like our original flight was canceled, and all flights going out of Philly were canceled that day, pretty much, and like. Even though I, you know, wearing my my captain's hat at the airport, it really did nothing for the customer service experience. They still treated me <laughs> kind of like shit. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, just I was I was uh, demanding to see managers left and right. They're just like I'm, I'm a captain. They're like, well, what what airline do you fly for? I don't don't fly and i'm not that kind of captain but i'm still a captain damn it and i'll have you know that <laughs> the captain's association will hear hear about this we will not be happy no. i didn't do that i didn't do that but it was it was a fucking what can you do you know and as soon as we got there like the the cold weather had followed us and it was like 60 degrees for the first 2 days and rainy but like then the sun came out and it was like ah so so nice so yeah it was uh it was a hell of an experience hell of an experience oh yeah bro nice glad you had a good time 
Thank you. Nice to get away, man. Part besides the bathrooms. Besides the bathrooms, um, so it 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 might sound corny, right? But like we saw this, we saw this um, espectacular show they call it, right? Which is kind of like, um, like a consolidated history of like Mexico, and we were down in the Yucatan, so it's like a very Mayan <laughs> Mayan centric um, history, and then. It was kind of like songs and dance, like a Broadway level production quality of, you know, the the history of the region and the people and the culture, man. And it's just fucking fascinating to me. Like, I mean, the the Mayan people are one of those like super mysterious, mm. um, you know, groups of ancient people. Like one of the the coolest ancient civilizations, if you ask me. Um, they know like n- next to nothing about them, and like they they kind of just like disappeared and then reappeared in a different spot. And man, they like they knew so much about the stars and and the environment they lived in. I mean, they built <laughs> incredible shit like in the middle of the jungle. I mean, we we saw the ruins at um Tulum, you know, which. It was amazing, but like it was a small, small town of theirs, like a little trading port on the on the on the coast. Go look at some of the the bigger Mayan sites. It's fucking mind blowing, mind blowing. And um, yeah, just like we were able to get out of outside the resort and explore, um, explore the region a little bit. We saw cenotes. You know what those are? Nope. It's like um. So, like, the whole place is built on, like, limestone, right? So when, when the rain falls, there's, there's, there's no rivers there either, like, above-ground rivers. It's all, like, underground, um, underground rivers. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, they'll carve out, like, a tunnel, make a long tunnel, and then, like, eventually they'll, they'll collapse and form, like, a sinkhole. Um, if, in a lot of places, there's access to these underground rivers at the surface, they call them cenotes down there. And it's kind of like the Mayans interpreted it, that as like the, the portal to the underworld, you know, like that's, it's where like the, the souls go after they, after they rip their hearts out on top of the pyramid, you know, and <laughs> which they did by the way, like with children specifically, it was fucking brutal, man. We, they, they talked us all about it. There was five days, okay? Like they would take the, the sacrificial kids were all born on the same five days every year, okay? And all across the empire, they'd have to bring all the kids in that were born on these five days as soon as they turned like eight or something or nine years old. I forget. And I was like, wait, which five days? Which days were they? Like, I have to know. I have to know if I would have been a sacrifice, you know? Mm-mm. And it was always the same five days too. And it was like this, like they, they called it, uh, um, they had a term for it in their mythology and it was considered an honor too. You know, like the parents would bring their kids and it was like they blessings were, were bestowed upon them for giving their kids. And it was the August 8th to the 13th were the days. And I'm pretty close, but not in those five days. So I'm like, thank fucking God, you know? Wow, you know, it's a little weird about that. I'm not trying to get, like, morbid or anything. That was my brother's birthday, who's no longer with us one of those days. Man, 
Oh, yeah. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. He was just uh, a Mayan, Mayan sacrifice. Yeah, it's weird. No, I not to not to joke about a serious. Ah, oh, dude, like, man. come on, man. You know it's pretty hard to fucking offend me, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> the Mayans it, have know. a completely different calendar. Yeah, they, this, this yeah. is true. The Mayan calendar. Mayan so does calendar it still equate to August, whatever. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I I would imagine that like. But they just like, make that shit up for the tourists. What well, five days? A, I'm gonna tell a, you. It's, it's a lunar August calendar. Something. Possibly, like a different tour guide would have like made up right, something they're completely just different. Shit up to make it happen. I don't fucking know. P- probably that's what I would have done if I was the tour guide. Put it that way. Here's the real question, and this is this will sum it all up. Would you go back? Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely, yeah. like to that same resort, or would you look for a different one? Oh, I would, I would totally go back to the same resort I was at. There was nothing I could have asked for to be any better. I mean, the food was really nice. The beach was great. You know, nice pool and the baños. <laughs> My oh. God, the baños, incredible. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky. So thank you all for. For waiting for me to come back and not, not you know, trying to replace me while I was gone or anything. I appreciate it. We ain't replacing you. We tried. Nobody wanted it. <laughs> no one wanted it. <laughs> I know. All the captains uh, were at the, at the airport, like, having to be rescheduled elsewhere. I mean, there was chaos across the nation, man. The, the captain's association was... Was very stressed out. Nationwide captain shortage. <laughs> Even the impersonators were getting calls for, uh, like, we need someone here that looks authoritative. Just put on a hat and let's go. No, we did. We so should have took a fucking still shot, like of you, just like where you're sitting right now, and you just put it up and did a show with you smiling like that the whole time. That would have been the funniest thing ever. Actually, <laughs> probably would have worked, dude. Probably would have worked. Um, but. Dude, I mean, I, yeah. Again, I couldn't ask for anything more out of a, a, a trip away, and yeah, I mean, I got to learn a lot about a civilization that, other than my own, is like lost to history. But man, the people are still there doing, you know, kind of the same stuff. There's like over, dude. There's over a hundred languages still spoken down there. Like most of which, they're just like. They don't even know. They're not written down. Like people just town to town. The the jungle is so dense that some towns just don't even like interact with the ones around them and stuff. It's it's fucking wild. Yet the people, uh, yet the people a thousand years ago were able to like, or even more than a thousand years. Um, shit, the Mayans go back to like three hundred A.D. They were building pyramids in the jungle as far as, I mean, almost 2,000 years ago, when you think about it. The power of child human sacrifice. Just incredible. It is pretty crazy. (laughs) No, seriously. Don't don't go down that path. We do not condone or support killing children for blessings from the gods. There's some dark, dark magic involved, I'll tell you, man. For real. And then, like, the, the Spanish showed up, you know, the whole history. Like, that you asked my favorite part this, the, the history and like the, sh- this performance we saw. 
kind of blended all of this stuff together, man. The, the, the Mayans were there doing this crazy, kind of cool, interesting shit, but very dark, very dark. Um, you know, could speculate all you want about like dark magic, really, like black magic, and um, maybe some some like mysterious evil forces involved, like who evil by our standards, of course. And the, the Spanish show up, and they're just like, "Holy shit, what are these people doing?" Also, gold, lots of it, lots of gold. So like, let's uh, yeah, do what they did, and then smallpox and. The rest is history, yada, 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 right? What a bunch of bastards. So you're back now, right? <laughs> I'm back now, right? right. You're, you're, physically, yeah, physically. So, 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 you know, we had the empty tent syndrome, right? Uh, yeah. So, like, what do we got going on now? I'm sure you got something cooking. Come on. Spill the fucking beans, no pun intended. Spill the beans. I know, right? It was like, like as soon as I got back from, from the airport, I mean, I had the gears turning, you know, during my whole trip. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I have a lot of, lot of uh, beans in the old stash, as you know. As you know. It's um, like... One of the things you end up, we were talking about in the, in the Discord, right? One of the things you spend the most money on as a grower is beans. And I have a huge stash, a lot to choose from. But there's a couple specifically that, um, you know, I, I, was, I was very excited to receive lately. Um, they came from 2020 Mendocino. Like an old, kind of, I would say like an old, old school company, old, older school. And they deal been around with, a while. Yeah, the, the Mendocino County um, genetics. I mean, they're, they're primarily photo periods, but they're breaking into the autoflower game. Um, and they have a, a lot of, they've had a couple on their site. I think one was called like Twizzlers. <sighs> I'm not the best with names. Look them up. They had a couple on their site, but they have a lot more in the works. And from the talks I had with their um, one of their managers, uh, one of their owners, like they're very about that, like building auto flowers from scratch kind of game. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm seeing Whiskey Zulu in the chat. Uh, that was that's definitely one of their uh, original autoflower offerings. So like that's that's one that they just you know they bred from their photo period strains, made their own autoflower, like kind of took it four generations deep. Um, we've talked about the process of turning a photo into an auto. They they did that and they made the selections and. Kind of did it the old-fashioned way, and mm. now they have a bunch of new new varieties coming out, which fucking sound sound great. So, um, I mean, I don't know how many people have some of the the strains that that they sent me. I'm not sure if it was like kind of a a tester group or or what, but um, yeah, I don't want to. I, I don't even want to like mention what they are because I can't even remember to be quite honest. Um, I, I just have a lot of new photo periods. I already got them wet. I'm sorry, new uh, auto flowers from 2020. Already got them wet. Um, 
doing the whole process. Yeah. The germination has begun. You're really not going to guess the names? Really? I'm not. I don't know them. I don't know them. I know you think I do. You think I do. Nice. So you're so unprepared. No, like I have them in the folder downstairs, G3. Like I would have to go, I would have to literally go seek out my, um, my bean collection and get them and look at the packs. I opened them. I grabbed, I, they, they sent me 10 different new auto flower varieties. Okay. 10 new ones based on their photo period lines. And I picked three. I just mixed them up in a big pile, picked three, took one bean out, got them wet. That was, oh, it was just, like, you did it totally randomly. You like, didn't I, choose based on name nope. or description or anything. Nope. Luck of draw. I did it random. Yep, I did it random. Because, I mean, they, they sent me, a lot of them don't even have names. They were just like the crosses of um, their photo period variety. And then, like, their, they have, like, a working autoflower breeder that they have. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of breeders do this. They have kind of, like, a couple different ruderalises that they, they'll cross with to make their, their, their autoflowers. And it was just listed as as the cross on some of the, the things. So, but looking at their, their site, okay. Looking at the photo period strains and the original stuff. Like, I mean, everything looks great and I've heard nothing but good stuff about 2020. So I'm excited to see what they got, man, in the works. Nice, bro. Um, yeah. That's oh, you know what, dude, we totally fucked up. I mean, I, we're rusty as shit. What the hell are you we smoking on tonight? What am I smoking on? I know. Well, <laughs> it's, it was an easy choice for me. I had the uh, Caribbean cream, right, in the jars that, like, oh, nice, uh, yeah, come back from the Caribbean. Yeah, Caribbean cream. Um, but all day today, I was smoking on uh, some Alabrije. I, I do have a little of the Blues Aroso left. I just wanted to mention quick, he's got a drop coming. Oh, Alabrije. So of the, oh, the, it's so pretty. Yep. The Blues Aroso finally coming, guys. And, uh... Hey, didn't and you have that in Boston? I did. Yeah, you tried. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you still have it. some of that left. Wow. A little it's bit. Yeah, just just it's a wee bit. Tomorrow? I don't know. It could be. It could I, be. It's, it's very I soon. Like, I know. It's coming very soon. Tomorrow or the next. But man, I yeah, heard the word. The drop? <laughs> yeah, tell us in the chat. chat. Um, but man, I heard the word alabrije um, at least a hundred times while I was down there, and like that. That's. As he mentioned, it's a big part of the Mexican Mexican culture. Um, they're they're big into their alabrijes, and I, I even brought some back. Like they have these little, you know, these little little souvenir alabrijes. Uh, they have kind of like at the gift shop. I'm gonna put them in my pots um, because yeah, I, I I I am probably gonna. I have to say I'm. I don't, you know, the three auto flowers that I've already gotten wet from 2020 is not going to be like all I have, all I have going on. I, I haven't even gotten, like, the germination is not yet complete, I assure you. We're, we're still in the process, but like, um, I don't know what I'm going to do, guys. As you can tell, my head's kind of all over the place. The Great Reset was, uh, kind of like yeah that's that's how i feel like it was literally the great reset i was like where do yeah. i start from here Hit hard where do i new start year, new year. what's uh, that alibri alibri drop is friday 
Ah, January Friday, 6th. okay, on the sixth. Thanks, All right. guys. I appreciate that. Well, yeah, All go right. ch- go check them out, guys. And um, but yeah, I was smoking on some some blues Oroso, and now the yeah, that shit was tasty. Thing. For real. What about what about you guys? What about you, G three? Mm, this is a tester from the tangy tip iguana that just came down. She came out of dry today and got trimmed up and went into jars for cure. Oh, nice. Hopefully she'll be brilliant. I really love her effects. She's very upbeat. She's a happy girl. (laughs) She makes me a happy girl. (laughs) We like that. Yeah? Without, uh, like, anxiousness? Mm Mm-mm. None. I don't get plagued by a whole lot of anxiety through sativas, which is insane, because I'm generally a rather anxious person. But sativas don't give me a ton of anxiety unless i smoke a lot of it mm. Mm. and then then i find myself in trouble but, nice so it's yeah, got a usually just make me want to move around and like do stuff and get things done so i like her she's fun sweet i wouldn't say they like make me want to do stuff it's more just like i can do stuff on sativas and like not not be like bored to death or like want to kill myself while i'm doing certain them ones so will much. make me like a little <laughs> too racy certain ones will, will definitely make me a little bit more creative and, and energetic um and then sometimes they just you know it's just too much for me to handle honestly um i'm wired tight enough i don't need any uh i mean other stimulants besides coffee and uh that, that's enough for me man but um yeah no that, that sounds delightful actually you know nothing too uh too powerful in a way you know but you still get that yeah. buzz you're looking yeah. for yeah keep you going throughout the day able to live my life hell yeah my, my, my nice. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> coming out of care she'll be even more brilliant you know sweet wait that long <laughs> oh, it's got, it's got some, like, really i mean let's be honest so it's got some fresh weed terps yeah like Fresh weed yeah. terps. Fresh weed terps. Like. Yeah, she was super, um, like very fruit loopy, wax papery type of smell when I was growing her, um, and when I chopped her. And now she's not as aromatic. I'm hoping it comes back in cure. So we'll see what happens. Interesting. Yeah. No, she that's still like... Has like a fruity, like, like she's still a fruity girl. I can certainly tell her terp profile. She just doesn't like bowl you over <laughs> like she doesn't yeah, come yeah. up and like knock you in the jaw with it mm. which i think i mean that could be like i mean it do we want to say that could be like a thing with autos in a way could be, it could like, be a thing with me like it could be absolutely the way i grew okay I, all right it could like i'm I, I was like i'm i'm assuming that you're a flawless grower g3 <laughs> and dryer of course and that you made absolutely zero mistakes <laughs> in, in the entire process now like let's let's you know why how so like it, it is a thing i've experienced it too where like you know, you chop, you grow the plant, it smells amazing. You chop the plant, it smells amazing. You dry the plant, you take it out of the dry, and it's like, maybe not so much. I'm exaggerating, of course, but like, it's a little underwhelming, perhaps, compared to the rest of the process. Why can that be? Like, what, what might be the reason for that? Let's... 
Like, well, I think the dry in general certainly has a lot to do with that. The fact that it's at that stage of its life, like right now where she is, is probably the least aromatic she's ever going to be. I mean, maybe if she, compared to when she was a seedling, that doesn't count. Mm. But like, you know, this is probably oh, the no, least the aromatic she's going to be because all the moisture is in there. Is it like the very center that has to redistribute? Yeah, so that 24-hour sweat is going to help a lot, that, that first 24 hours. Uh, I bet you it changes dramatically from the time you put it in until then. Yeah, that's why I think a plant going into cure, you can't compare it to that same plant coming out of cure. Mm -hmm. Like, she's not done yet, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, no. Um, I, I, I refuse to have any judgment or even say that she's like... Less, I will say that she's less pungent than I expected her to be mm. at this point. That has zero bearing on anything. Fair enough. Fair no. enough. Um, no, that's and I mean, absolutely not to take anything away from the strain. No, no, of course not. If anything went wrong, it was me. <laughs> I promise you that. But like, it, it can happen. It just like Monster said, you, you got to do the 24 hour sweat. <laughs> Of course, and that's like where at, right after you dry, as soon as mm. you put it back in the jar, I mean, it kind of like the outside of, of the buds will tend to be drier than the inside, and you got to like let the moisture even out through the buds, and it definitely does, I mean, when you put it into that sealed container after drying it, it does tend to like lock in some of those terps and let them like, I don't know, baste a little bit in their own terps. Does that make sense? You gotta like, gotta get them marinated a little bit before you bring those buds out. You gotta, gotta just get the terp marinade going in the jar, shake it up a bit. Yeah, no, it's, it's true though. It's true. Yeah. Like, um, how many plants have you had that went into cure, into to cure, and came out of it like totally different? Like I had a Hulkberry went into cure, smelled like just grapes and some other stuff came out like a merlot like so balanced and beautiful and multiple multiple facets of everything oh she was amazing but she was garbage going into it so yeah cure is everything cure is everything well i mean cure is a lot um and and it's it's all part of the the whole drying process as we've Mentioned many times, can make or break you. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had some stuff you. I've been disappointed with um, that wasn't necessarily hitting hard, and it's changed a little bit during the dry. But um, I do feel like it's it's either going to be strain dependent or you're dry dependent. You know, like generally speaking, if it has a pungent aroma, as soon as that shit's dry, you should be able to fucking take it and smoke it and be like, holy shit! And it's only going to get better after that. You know, um, so maybe it's just, you know, just didn't get a, a winner. You know, like, I mean, we pop all these seeds, right? And you're bound to just, you know, that's why I try not to do seed runs even with photos, right? Because like, you'll have, let's say like a, like a 12 plant grow and a couple of them would be like, yeah, you know, these ones are killing it. And this one was like, yeah, you know, it's not going to be perfect every time. So, you know, one seed at a time, you're bound to, to get one that's, uh, yeah, you could pop another one and be like, holy shit, like this is the best best ever. So Absolutely. Generally really speaking, I mean all your your drawing's the same, right? And 
you just had that meth come out and it was fire, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just, it, it might just be luck of the draw. Like, seriously. Yeah. I mean, they can't There's all be so winners. There's so many variables. Like, it would be impossible to, like, point the finger at one specific thing. Mm-hmm. Say that's it. Probably, and you have uh, to. A perfect storm. I absolutely appreciate her. And maybe they didn't like to get your shit together talk. <laughs> maybe, maybe she. They, they're a little know. sensitive, you know. I mean, they're a little snowflakeish. I find it can be challenging too. Like, so you would say everything during your dry was dialed in. Like you didn't notice anything. Didn't you? You said you even she pulled them a little in, bit early too. Yeah, she All was right. in the three by three by herself. I had the three by three set up as a dry tent. It was at like fifty nine hmm. and sixty. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like it's the perfect time because I fucked up my dry recently with a couple plants and uh, like my humidifier broke like the last day of the dry. So like the when I pulled them out of the tent, the t- humidity was at like thirty eight degree or thirty eight percent, and I was just like, oh my god, I fucked them all up. But when I put them back, you know, after. Uh, I would say a 48-hour sweat after they were in jars then, like locked in a little bit. Like humidity went back up. But uh, it was still lower than I'd like to see them. I mean, we're talking like 53 54%, no- nothing. Like, I definitely over-dried them, you know, and lost lost terps in the process. What can you do? But um, it's yeah, just that that's just, yeah, you know, that, when you get a humidifier... Faulty, uh, faulty equipment in the middle of the dry. It's just like, fuck, you know. But I definitely, definitely, definitely am investing in one of those monster machines, dude. I can't not do it anymore. You'll, you'll, you'll never go back. I know. <laughs> with, uh, with an ink bird and just like, yeah, man. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch uh, I'm gonna watch the kind kitties video on how to on how to make it. Not yours, just dude. I can't blame you. <laughs> I watched that video like 85 times. <laughs> was a little too much, if you know. If but no, it was she. She's awesome. She's awesome. And um, those those humidifiers are fucking awesome too. So, uh, you know, my fault. I know how to make one. Um, and I failed to do so yet. So. Just, man, like I said, the great reset kind of, I got all my, all my engines like stalled. You know what I mean? Like I was just, I was on full, full steam ahead doing like one thing after the next. And then like everything kind of just had to take a break. Now I'm like back and it's, it's a little overwhelming. Yeah. A little overwhelming. I got to like rebuild from the ashes, you know, it's, um. Like, we will build a new society after the germination is successful. In 48 hours, we will have rebuilt and have started anew. But I cannot tell you what the new society will look like. Only that uh, will probably involve child sacrifice and uh, a lot of dark magic. (laughs) You will eventually reveal to us what these... Um, strain names are or lineage are right. Of course, I will. Of course, okay. I will. Right. Um, of course, I, I genuinely wish uh, I came more prepared and had my 
by strain info um that's okay Please I'm, miss I'm sorry. Show. I know. I'll, I'll, if, if you really, if you guys really, really, really want to know, hit me up. Um, I can, I can tell you. But uh, no, they have a lot of new stuff. Like I said, 2020. Check them out. Um, nice, brother. And um, shoot, there's just been so many cool new drops lately too. Like um, I'm like I said, Alabrihe coming out with one. I know Night Owl had like a, a new drop recently. Shoot, we got Mephisto like having like a permanent store open. Is that oh what I see gosh. now? With like loyalty the permanent points. store. What? Yeah. Like, what is? It sounds like an airline. What is going on here? <laughs> sounds like they know. upgraded their fucking server finally. <laughs> I want to fly those friendly skies though. Oh <laughs> yeah. Do I? Do, does the captain's association benefit card get me any sort of re reward points? I don't. I don't sign up for any other clubs. I just. Assume that the Captain's Association has me covered. No. I'm sure um, they no, yeah, you have <laughs> your license and your card. <laughs> all right, all right. But so, like, do they have all their, their whole catalog, like, on the store I mean, they, permanently or what? They're, like, working towards it. Like how It'll it used be, to be? I think, like, a rotating thing, but they're going to have significant amounts of it. They're bringing back, like, like stuff that they ha that they haven't had around since before I started growing. I'm like geeking out over the seeds that they're coming. If out. they bring back three bears OG, one of you motherfuckers better grab that. Yeah. If, if you haven't grown that yet, that's oh, what that's actually got. One. That's what that's what turned me on to meth back in the day. Oh uh, yeah. That's then true. then you became a meth addict. I did. Lost a lot of teeth. Yeah. Did a lot of. A lot of bad things in alleyways. Yeah, yep. you know, all for those beans, man. I'll fucking, <laughs> shit, you know, shake that ass. You know, beans. Well, you better work, I, I would, bitch. I would, I'm a meth addict too, dude. I mean, as soon as you, as soon as you uh, make that first order, and what do they, they do, they do, they do that meth math, meth yep. math. Yeah, right? you'd order like a uh, seven pack of beans and get like twelve, yeah. and then like a couple of freebies with you know some stickers and shit, like. Yeah. It was always it was always good. You order um, seven beans, you end up getting like twenty four. They did have to like, dial what? that back a little bit, um, yeah, but they're pretty, still. It's pretty. I have an order now. from them in, in quite some time, but they're still pretty generous with their uh, offerings, from what I gather. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, um, if you order a one seed, you get two. If you order a three pack, you get either four or five. If you yeah. order a seven pack, you get nine or ten. And, uh, and all the freebies. Ordering single beans to me just seems like a complete waste of fucking time. I feminized do it. it. Do you really? Some, yeah. I yeah, do. but like, I what mean, if you order that? Like, all right. Do you order only because of meth math? All right, but like, would you order just one seed from somebody, knowing that they're not giving you anything more than just said one seed? No, because I've I seen like seed packs, like because I get two. With like cardboard, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever seen these? It's like, yes. uh, you know, like a like this, a cell phone, like prepaid cell phone, or like those anything cheap. Like you get, you have to like it takes forever to open it. It's like cardboard with like plastic and this little tiny one bead in it. And I'm like, what? You shitting me? Like, I don't know. I just I would hate to go through all the time, money, effort, and energy to order a seed and then have it not germ or something. I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. One bean? Like that? That's all. That supposedly you, is what meth math is like created yeah. for, oh. just in case it doesn't germ. Mm -hmm. Which 
I mean, it's, it's pretty rare that it so that's it's it kind. Of, that's an interesting point you raised, G three. That like they they assume that even though they do lots of testing and make sure you know germ rates are all up to spec, but like in nature, shit, I would happens. say you yeah. know, only, I mean, what would what would you guess is like the success rate of a just natural you know like a crop of cannabis beans that drop on the ground and like you know have to sprout in the spring i mean shoot maybe it's 10 percent success maybe yeah, kind of like how nature is like you ours know? are mm. like we coddle our seeds yeah well i mean we're giving them the perfect <laughs> environment to to germinate exactly. right you know yeah. saturated wet covered right so yeah so it's it a should perfect be. little nursery in really? a perfect environment it should be out you know more like 90 percent plus and uh, I would imagine that's what they shoot for in testing and stuff like that. Um, Generally yeah, speaking, yeah. Uh, most breeders shit. I mean, I haven't come across stuff that's that's like egregious, right? And then I I find that a lot of it's due to age of beans. Like the older I hold on to stuff, the less germinate, the you know lower the germination rate is. Generally speaking, for me, Dude, so wait, like my thousands and thousands of beans, like aren't gonna last for thousands and, and thousands of years. Not, unle not like, unless you're climate controlling what? those bitches. What? Yeah. What? I need to build like a vault, like they did in Svalbard, like the International Seed Depository. You know where that shit's at? I've only heard about it. Dude, Google it. I tell, I'm, it's like they had to build this shit, like in the in the Arctic. It's just in the middle of. This crazy island off, uh, it's really, really up far in like the Arctic Circle. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, uh, it's not Russian. I'm pretty sure it's Swedish, um, mm -hmm. or like Icelandic even. But, um, yeah, Seed Vault in Svalbard. And that's in order to like, just in case, you know, of, uh, just in case of apocalypse, it's like the, you know, Great Reset. They just have all the seeds down there waiting to, to like start again, you know, in case mm. they have to do what Captain did, but on like a large worldwide scale, essentially, you gotta like, let's just uh, stop all growing and uh, <laughs> re-germinate re and see see what happens. Yeah, that that's the just in case vault, and um, I don't even know why I brought that up. I just found it find it really interesting. Something triggered me. I apologize. It's how we go down weird tangents, though. Oh. No point about responsibly keeping your seeds, though. Yeah, no, no. But for real, though. So, do what do I need to do? Like build, a, like do I need to dig a really deep trench and keep it like, if if it's at like fifty degrees, 50, like right, right in that kind of like root cellar temperature. Do you think that would be beneficial, or do they need that's to? Gen be that's generally how I store mine. I, I I should probably put them in a fridge or something, though. I would always recommend like desiccant packs and refrigerator, and don't mm. open. And then don't open them either, like all the time to look at them, um, because it's that in introducing from the hot to the cold is what can create condensation. Close that container up. Next thing you know, drip, drip, drip. So. Um, there's considerations to be made there too. I'm always in my beans, right? So I don't bother putting them in a refrigerator. I just keep desiccant packs, try to keep them in a cool, dry place, uh, without a lot of crazy swings. And, uh, that's it. Yep. Consistency is the most important overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you like, if, uh, if the refrigeration thing is something you'd want to do, 
Uh, maybe try to like plan out your grow uh, maybe quarterly, right? So you're only going in there four times a year to, you know, maybe add new beans or, you know, pull some out. Because like I said, the more you go in and out of, the, out of the beans, even if they're in the refrigerator, you're just creating more variables. Humans are the fuck up, right? We, we're the things that fuck things up. Okay. Everything starts out at 100. So, the, you know, the more, you know, chances that you put your hands on those is just the more likelihood that something bad could happen. Try to eliminate the human variable. Does, does keeping, like, all right, like, does keeping them in a fridge introduce humidity? Like, on its own, or... No, it shouldn't. Like, Refrigerator's pretty dry. A... I mean, like, think about it like this. You put things in the fridge, right? And then they mm -hmm. fucking turn bone dry and, like, suck the moisture right out of them. You could put okay. them in one of your crisper drawers and, like, set the humidity to low. I wouldn't want any humidity, really. Yeah, yeah I mean, right? I, think, yeah. I think that's as low as you can get it in a refrigerator. Yeah. I like those... I saved those little dinky packs they give you that say, do not eat. I tried eating them one time anyway. They just... They don't taste that good. But, uh... No, I... I I'm just joking. I saved those, and I yeah, like... Eat, I throw them in my beans. Like the so, ones like, they put in, like, shoes? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I just throw them right in my bean container. They're... They're gonna absorb moisture. Oh, I just usually throw them in my soups. I mean, they're way better that way. No. <laughs> don't do that. Don't eat them. Don't eat them, kids. Yeah. They're not I as good as Tide Pods. Like I love the but, fact that they have to put do not eat on that. It's like unreal. <sighs> I actually think that most of them are actually not toxic. They're just worried about it as a choking hazard. Well, Never plus it's all, it's it's it's, it's got to be slightly in, indigestible. It's fucking silica. You know, I'm sure like it's it, not going to make your day. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It probably won't kill you. Why don't you try it? Fuck around, find out, G3. Let us know. Yeah, thanks. No. Actually, once I, I ate a silica pack... people have already fucked around to find and out. And made situation. my day. Believe <laughs> it or not. Believe it or not. I, don't. I wrote the company, too. I told them. It was like, made, made my fucking day. I'm gonna do that again. But... No, that's a great tip, though. I mean, seriously, Monster, if you have, like, a little jar of those things... Uh, add them to your, you know, whatever container you're storing all your beans mm -hmm. in that can just prevent like excess moisture. I literally have right a idea. box full of those little packets all in various sizes. So like whenever I get one, I just add it to my collection and then I grab as needed. I love those silica packets. They're handy too. I also put them inside my electrical panels um, to absorb moisture or just well, in case. Yeah. I've heard of people doing that. Like it's kind of like a, that trick they hear about. Like if you ever get your phone wet, um, like rice. Yeah, do not like use rice. Rice will no. temporarily work. Here's the thing though about the phone getting wet. Like even if you dry it out with silica, what the the usual culprit is the corrosion from the minerals in the water. Um, so if you can like get that after you get it out of the water, right? It's already been in water. I know this sounds crazy, but uh, ISO. Um, I throw it in ISO and then silica. Oh shit! Yeah, ISO is a weird. What a weird substance, man! It can be used for so much shit. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent mysterious. It's dark magic, dude. Dark magic. <laughs> it's what I clean my bongs with, and also flammable. And uh, you huff it, and at the same, it's like like 
the, you know, very, you have to be very, very careful when you're cleaning your bongs and using your bongs in like the same kind of time frame, you know, and, and you're using rubbing alcohol. Like, uh, and I have, a, I have a good friend who almost, almost lost a, a limb and burnt a house down because of a, a rubbing iso, iso alcohol mishap and just like forgot for a second. You know, he's already a little stoned, had to clean the bong and then like, Maybe forgot to like rinse out as well as you usually do, and sh mm -hmm. fuck, man. Yeah. Fuck. Was he okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's fine. He's fine. Bong okay. Bong is fine. Bong's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's the most important part. Just, know, uh, bong's okay. Hey, luckily, there was a you know a fire extinguisher handy. Like, just keep always always advised to have one of those handy. Uh, it's one of the, one of the things the Captain's Association teaches you. First, first thing. Safety first. Safety first. Date your fire extinguishers. Make sure you know where your exits are. Cheers. Um, yeah. And cheers. And cheers. And you know, make sure you keep your your uh, passengers aware of any any detours and mishaps in the flight plan too. It's one thing they're very, very, very good about making you, making you, you know, notified. It's like, uh, this is your captain speaking. Uh, we're on a, due to weather, we're taking a slightly different path than our originally intended course. And uh, we're going to be actually arriving at our destination 30 hours sooner than intended. So, uh, 30 hours sooner. <laughs> I mean, thirty minutes, like thirty minutes. Just uh, sit back and relax, and enjoy the flight. And it's like, wait, how the fuck did how the fuck did he do that? Why are we arriving sooner? Yeah, why couldn't we do that to fucking begin with? Well, it's exactly everyone. Yeah. it's just like you're like, hey, huh? Wait, huh? I don't understand. Why wasn't the original flight path the best one? Yeah. How did this work? Yeah. Hillwind. Yeah. You know what was funny about um, when we came back from the Emerald Cup, right? Because we were we our flight got canceled as well, and we had to catch another one, and it was a fucking pain in the ass. And uh, we the pilot the same thing. Oh, uh, you know we we were moving. You know, got you here about thirty five minutes early, and then no shit, we sat on the fucking tarmac for like forty five minutes. I was like, yeah, dude. You fucking kidding me? That's like the most frustrating point yeah. of flying for me, honestly, is the takeoff and the landing. Not that like it's stressful. It's just like, dude, can we get the fuck out of here already? Yeah. Like, come on, let's move this fucking show on the road. Um, After, I have no patience for that shit. You know, I really don't. You fly a lot. No, not too too much. I actually prefer to drive most of the time. I like driving, but you know, I ain't driving to fucking California. That's fucking crazy. Um. But yeah, every time I fly, it's the same thing. I get fucking bullshit about the takeoff and then, you know, getting off the plane. The getting off the plane is the one that really gripes me because it's like, all right, I just want to get the fuck off this tin can. Let me off this plane, please. You know, thank like you. It's, Rant's over. You're counting down the seconds, man. As soon as you board the damn thing. I, I hate it too because mm. they cram you in there. Yeah. It's a little tiny little space, mm -hmm. right? And it's it, it's just not a not where you want to be no personal space and like every second you're on the tarmac is just like you haven't even started the flight yet so it's the extra time involved and dude it took us an hour and a half even like getting out of mexico just just to get the fuck out you know up in the air it's like 
flying is is such a nightmarish experience in all always man and then then when you get to the airport god forbid you, you check a bag man and you have to wait for the bag to come out on the on the little turny thing yeah that's also stressful i try not to check <laughs> bags because of that honestly because you know you hear about people losing their luggage and shit all the time like i don't want to depend on on that but i mean a trip to fucking you take a trip like that you pretty much have to check a bag i mean you know I can't yeah, see man. you bringing it all in a carry-on in a backpack, but I tried. Yeah. I tried, but one of the things that too, like you have to worry about, is these like they make you limit your bags to forty pounds each. Mm -hmm. So it's like even a big suitcase is like underpacked because if you go over forty pounds, it's like yeah, you pay extra. It's it's forty now. Wasn't it fifty yeah, not that long ago? It was fifty. Oh like, my god! Dude. Yep, yep, it sure was. Now it's forty. So I'm a genius at Tetrising things into a suitcase, but man, you put it on the scale and uh-huh. And they're, they're they even like make you take shit out. Like when you're at the airport, you put it on the scale, right? And they're like, it's 41 pounds. And you're kind of <laughs> looking at the looking at the you know girl behind the counter, and I'm, I kind of like gesture to my my captain's hat. I'm just like, come on, can, can you? Do let, you let know one, who I am? Let this one slide here, just 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 this once and. She's like, I'm sorry, I can't do that. And just like, man. So you got to like, yeah, take take a pound out of one bag. And then th this this bag had 38 pounds. So I, it, fuck, man. But it's all over. And now now I'm, I'm just back to, you know, good old fashioned garden life and being a podcast host. And it's a good time. Good time. Nice. I I do know you tr like I don't know what triggered my memory. Okay, like I could, we can finally talk about one of the strains that I'm gr I'm growing. Um, I know for sure. Um, I don't know what what triggered it in my head. Okay, mm -hmm. but one of their brand new varieties of autoflowers that I was perhaps most excited about was an Afghani, like a pure indica. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's actually I don't think I don't think there's like quite enough like real like 90% plus indica on No, it's it does a lot of market. you know highly hybrid shit. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Almost everything feels like a hybrid these days. Yeah. Everything is a hybrid. Even if they are labeled as not a hybrid, they still feel like a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to have like a pure knock your socks off. That'll be fun. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And an to boot, which, you know, like a nice old fashioned land race that has withstood stood the test of time. Um mm -hmm. it's it's yeah. we I guess we would we would call it the broadleaf variety, and it's it's one of those like stout plants um known to put off like a nice deep purple color, late in fade, mm -hmm. and like the effects of of this type of of weed are much more sedative much yeah. more like body high oriented 100%. um it depends person to person of course but i would say to generalize yeah like the the broad leaves are are more like a nighttime kind of thing yeah generally speaking there are exceptions to every rule though which is great about it but yeah um 100 i agree with that statement i endorse that statement so <laughs> I believe in that statement. Are you already planning <laughs> on like 
adjusting things for their variable height? Um, no, I'm not actually. That's a good question. Um, I'm not. I, I don't anticipate them being as like no. For for some reason I <laughs> I don't I randomly picked three small. strains out of ten, and I think they're all going to be exactly the same, except one of them is a pure indica. Oh should no, be fine. It'll mean, work out great. No, <laughs> no well, worries. This is, G3 of course this is we're talking about like one of the like this is going to be in the in the the three by three the three by with a little more hand uh with a hand watered kind of thing and you know you know how I do the the stacking like yeah trays so you're, you like, aren't yeah, going I, to I, use your I stacking don't, yeah I don't like... care about yeah um it's not they're not going to be linked into the the auto pots which are stationary on the ground that kind of thing. I know. I know. It does take a little bit more forethought to plan out like that kind of a tent, of course. When you when you, you, got, do you a, got my mind wondering now, right? I I actually feel like there's a way for you to still be able to do that and use the autopods. There is. There is. We talked you about just, it with, with yeah, raising that res up real high. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He even mentioned a way to like automate the process of like filling a reservoir that high if i'm not mistaken it's just like sounded like a lot of work not as much as you think to be honest <laughs> with you i know i know nothing nothing really ever is man but no this is uh, to answer your question g3 i don't worry about it because it's you know hand-watered effort and i can adjust as needed and um yeah we'll see Nice. Yeah, just again, but if I'm going to do that in a in an auto pot situation, you best believe I'm putting a lot more uh thought and, you know. Yeah, that would I'm, I'm going to plan out going to plan out my like rebuilt civilization a lot more than just uh, you know, letting the gods kind of pick from a Yeah. If you have any 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 ability to control what what's coming next in society like please do so mm. i mean you have to <laughs> the germination shall be rebuilt but it must be planned first nice oh you know what none of you fucking rude pricks ask me what i'm smoking i'm sorry um, that's okay you know i'm just fucking with you i love you both um Actually, Jesus Christ. Oh, so I started off with some of that Riddles. I had like two more rips of it, like uh, in the Dr. Dabber. That was nice. Mm. And we, then we transitioned over to some flour, and it is pure Michigan. I hadn't smoked it in a while, and I came back to it, and I'm glad that I like took a break from it. Because I, I, I really love that stuff, right? But it was like uh, towards the end, like about a month ago, I was like, I don't want to even look at that shit again. It was just like I'm sick of it, and I took a took a break from it. Came back, and hello, my old friend. Aw, that's <laughs> nice. Like like a nice hug from a from a it's friend you haven't didn't seen. Leave it that way, you know. What's that? It's good he didn't leave it that way. Like push through that feeling until the very end, and then you had nothing left, and then yeah, just left that strain with that feeling in your mind. Like that would mm. be terrible. Yeah, well, no, I, I knew that it, I would, honestly, I knew that the, I would come back to it, but I'm just like, get, you know, that's enough. Like, 
it was uh i don't know what it was honestly what what happened but maybe it was just my mindset that day but yeah i was just like enough of that and i just pushed it away and then uh i was going through the jars before the show and looking and i just opened it up and i took a whiff i'm like oh yeah yeah let's go for that <laughs> That's so, the reaction yeah. you're looking familiar for. Familiar smell. Mm, There's is, yeah. terps, dude. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I've just been uh, trying to grind hard uh, with any free moment I have working on the garage. So I've been, like, worn out um, for the last couple of weeks. Just grinding hard, man. I'm real fucking close, you know. Every, yeah, so I'm uh, laying up Reflectix tomorrow in the rooms. And then... Uh, couple of more things and you know we sh should be up and running here real quick so we're already uh, live we got the power rock and rolling the common area um still needs to be like taped and finished like you finish the sheetrock and paint but like that's like the last fucking thing on my mind honestly like i'll i'll do that hmm. later yeah just trying to get up and running and man well sounds sounds like you are indeed close and now do you have any any plans for that space when you're done it like what what's, what's... I, I i do actually i'm glad that you asked yeah uh, yeah so for uh, all you auto flower enthusiasts out there um we will be filling at least one and possibly two of those flower rooms with autos and Holy i'm not shit i'm not polycropping Okay, I'm monocropping, so one room will have one strain, one room will have another. I haven't decided what yet, um, but yeah, stay tuned. Oh, well, that's exciting as fuck, <laughs> so man. That's really yeah, so cool. the first maiden voyage in the garage will be autos. Oh, in auto pots, you said too? Of course. Hell yeah. Of course. Yeah, I knew you. <laughs> of course. I mean, well, dude, it's, it's as much as I wanted to do them cool. to my right here in my testing zone. It just it just hasn't been able to work out. Like every time I turn around, I acquire something new, like a new genetic. And I'm just like, I have nowhere else to put it. So I just, just never been able to keep that room empty. I need to keep it for what it is. So um, this will work out perfectly. And it will, you know, shout out to, to Mac Attack Gardens. Um, I love you, brother, um, and uh, go fuck yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we all love Mac, too. Mm -hmm. And yeah, He's definitely awesome. go fuck yourself. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we love you. Oh, what? That's uh, terrible. That's, yeah, that's a term of endearment for me. If you haven't figured that like out big, by now, it's like a big hug. Mm -hmm. Big hug. Mm -hmm. If you it's can like see a... this sign over here that says fuck you, uh, that was actually a gift from Mac when he came to Boston. And I cherish that sign. I know it's just, you know, an Etsy special, but the thought is what counts with the gift. And I absolutely love that. So I got a gift from Mac too. I I don't even want to show it on camera, but it makes me laugh every time I look mm -hmm. at it. So Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> that was really awesome. I know. He put some thought into that one as well. Yes, he is, did. He which did. is perfect. He sure did, man. But dude, that's dude, auto flowers and auto pots, man. I'm telling like it's I mean, so we have know, to, we have to change in one thing. I don't have the time or forethought right now to like do an organic run. Um, so we're just going, you know, regular monster technique yeah. here. Yeah, old fashioned. But, uh, uh, do yeah, what you know. It should, it should be really fun. Um, I I I got a bunch of different shit to run through, so I haven't quite decided. Um, I may need you to send me that uh, 
that that pack uh, we were talking about earlier. I'll tell I'll tell you. I want to keep it a surprise so we can keep it special. Okay. All right. Any pack, any pack I got in the in the Svalbard. Yeah. Like I said, we, we we gotta we gotta Jersey. we gotta completely monocrop this bitch out so I can have success. Yeah. All right. It's gonna be fun, man. So I'm, I'm looking forward to one, it, man. All one auto flower. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm, me too, man. I'll be really I'll be interested fun. to see with you monocropping with the variables in the in the mar you know they're autos you're gonna have some differences it's gonna be some for sure 100 percent. but with with stable genetics i've found that i mean it's been a while right but generally speaking they're pretty consistent you know in a lot of ways specific generation you're looking for like something no um i'm kind of just kind of go through my options and then weigh everything out right and just pick you know basically i want to do six plants in each room so that's a requirement that i have at least six beans of said genetics. So um, they're nine by six rooms. So six plants should be pretty good f- for that area. Spread out nicely. Um, yeah. All right. So you, you just made me think of something now. Uh-oh. Is that the smoke I see in the background? Or did you just hit the bomb? No, no I, oh. I didn't hit anything. No, oh. you see smoke? Where? Said, Where? You, smoke you behind said, me? You said you were thinking. (laughs) True. You got me thinking. Now, like we we just, you know, we in the midst of the tangy tea we wanna grow along, right? We've seen we've seen people from all over the planet for fuck's sake, with all different grow environments and all different growing styles grow the same autoflower strain. And I'll tell you what. Every time I scrolled past one in my feed, I sure as fuck knew what, what it was, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was more than obvious to me. Like, oh, that's a tangy tea buguana. Oh, that's a tangy tea. Oh, that's a tangy tea. Like, I could tell right away, which yeah, that's true. is amazing, right? Speaks volumes to the the consistency in, like, a given strain. I mean, I was genuinely surprised to, to find that. Now, what's even more interesting... Are they not F2s? I was just wondering that. Like, what yeah, which means you should get a, a, a fair amount of variance. Which means that, like, I mean, not, not you. I mean, I guess what it means is that of all the generations, you could expect perhaps more variation mm-hmm. to exist than in any other. But, like, I mean, I think I saw, like, maybe at the most three different phenotypes. But like there were, there were definitely like there were two primary prim, primary phenotypes. You know, I saw a lot of people had that like the old flaccid leaf one that just kind of had those, they, those the leaves. structure is what's most important to me as far as you know um, being you know similar, right? I want them to all and I, and from what I gathered, I mean, I wasn't paying like a hundred percent close attention, but they all looked very similar in their structure. Yep. Um, and that's the yeah, most true. important part when you would for me as far as and then you know feed as well too right like so if you have a couple of plants that just aren't happy right with with what they're getting and um that's the thing with autos you will run into a few that are light feeders right and they're not going to like what the rest of them are so it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve for me that way because i haven't used my newts on autos so I'm going to definitely dial it back quite a bit and just have to read the plant, right? And let it tell me, 
hey, I need this, I need that. Um, one thing I wanted to to, to kind of talk about though is we, I see this, um, now this doesn't generally apply to organic growers, although I think it can, depending on what you're doing, like maybe for you, Cap, like you're using like the, the bud bread and things like that, right? So I see people with deficiencies, right? Whatever, phosphorus, calcium, magnesium, especially like late in flower. And, you know, a lot of times what you'll try to do is attempt to just try to give it just a little bit more of that, right? And I found that, at least for me and the people I help, that if I spot uh, some sort of deficiency early on, I just bump up my base newts and I just give them more of, of everything. Because here's the thing, right? These nutrients are designed to work at a certain ratio, right? You start fucking with that ratio, trying to add this, trying to add that, trying to add this and that, you generally are going to fuck things up or not get, not be 100% where you want. Now, um, there's exceptions to that. Like if you have a fucking magnesium deficiency, you can just spray a little Epsom salt and, and be on your way, right? Um, but at the end of the day, it's generally a little easier to just bump up your newts a little bit, maybe 15, 20%, 25%, and then just give that plant a little bit more juice and i think that you'll be better off um you know keeping everything all the ratios the same that way oh if i if i thought if i'm hearing you correctly now you're you're speaking to maybe like you know most people typically when they'll like they'll see a deficiency and they'll they'll try to like identify you know which of the you know which of the macronutrients or even micronutrients mm -hmm. what, specifically is it nitrogen is, is it phosphorus is it is it calcium and then they'll like target that one deficiency and give it more of that one particular thing but i think the like you're speaking to kind of the changes in like the nutrient market in a lot of what we're seeing lately especially i mean even with what i use i mean the bud bread in particular is is a great example of it where it's just like a base nutrient as you mm -hmm. kind of meant you know that that's a lot of what people have nowadays too it's just like there's and maybe it's a two-part base right mm -hmm. there's yeah. an a and a b you know but like that's the base and it's got kind of a, a blend of everything you need in it i i don't mm -hmm. think you're i don't think there's that many people honestly anymore that are doing like um well, I, I, I think there is. I, I run into it a lot of times. Like, for instance, most people would be surprised to hear. I mean, we don't really talk about it too much, I guess. But I haven't picked up a bottle of CalMag in years. Way before Athena, people are like, oh, CalMag's in the core. And it is. But, like, it, these base nutrients that you're using have a really good amount of calcium magnesium. And then if you just bump up their ratios a little bit, if you're having some issues, the plant will respond and, and I think be much happier than just trying to force feed it one thing. Um, because a lot of times too, you can be wrong. It's so easy to look at a deficiency. Even myself, I've been fooled. You look at something and you're like, oh, that's a potassium deficiency. And it's really not, it's something else, right? So y you have to so like sometimes just take a simpler approach. It's kind of what I preach all the time, man. Like this isn't that hard, right? Don't try to be a fucking rocket scientist. Just bump up your base nudes if you're seeing something deficient, right? Because Chances are, if you're deficient in one thing, um, you you may be deficient in something else. You know, within a few weeks, because by the time you see that deficiency, it's already established that it's been without what you've what it's needed for quite some time. So, 
bump up those bass notes. It'll be much easier. And I think you'll have better results. Man, dude, I mean, it, I think most people are switching to that type of, you know, a bass newt kind of blend thing anyway. Uh, if you haven't, check, mm -hmm. check them out. Like they have them in both organic, non-organic. Doesn't matter. You know, it's way easier. And like you said, Monsta, I mean, it's not going to hurt the plant to just bump everything up. If it's deficient in something, in all likelihood, you're going to see deficiencies in other areas a few weeks later so just mm. i mean that's nine have times ever, out of ten uh, have I'm you sorry, ever seen you... a deficiency coexist with the toxicity ever oh yeah but that's I have that's pretty it, no, no i mean i'm i have i seen it no but that's altogether possible I, I shouldn't say i haven't seen it yeah i mean i've seen people push their plants too hard and get like a heavy nitrogen burn um, at the end with, with a phosphorus deficiency. So, um, yeah, it, it, it could happen. Um, again, that kind of goes back to whatever you're using for nutrients, right? So generally speaking, your whatever you're using in flour is going to have a little bit less nitrogen than it would, um, in, in veg. And if you're using like an all in one, then, uh, you usually end up bumping up your PK with, uh, a PK booster to supplement the fact that you have an all-in-one, you can't bump that up too high, right? So there, there's different methods and different approaches. And um, as usual, if you guys, you know, have any questions, pop over to the Discord. We got plenty of people that'll help you, including myself. So, um, yeah. Link is in the website, cultivationconversation.com. <laughs> I get asked all the time, oh, yeah. hey, where can I find a link? Where can I find a link? It's on the website, cultivationconversation.com. Just go right there. It'll bring you right to our Discord, and you jump on in. It's free, um, and uh, it's a good time. I mean, every day we get new people popping in, so yeah, it's, it's fun to, to talk to new people. And, and we have, Dude, we're like international, motherfucker. We got people all over the place, right? Uh, uh, Ireland, Norway, yep. uh, Sweden, Australia. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some, but... Um, yeah. Canada, all, United Canada, States, yeah, of, course, they, of course. Shoot, I mean all the all the regulars, of course. But yeah, no, man, you're right. It is amazing, and uh, you know, shout out to all those those fine folks on there, and uh, we appreciate appreciate the community. Honestly, that's what it's all about for us, at least. Um, you know, it's one one of the primary reasons we wanted to to start this conversation was to just have you guys kind of continue it <laughs> all the yeah. all the different ways it's amazing to see like the different channels light up all throughout the day and night people are talking grow people are talking shop people are talking genetics people are talking hash i mean shit. dude <laughs> we were getting like wall posts man like effort posts today about hash man i'll tell you these people are passionate about their craft it's like yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. No, yeah, it's good. It's good to see that type of passion in anything, we you know, especially cannabis. So. Yeah, we love it, man. Uh, no, I, I, I sat. I just read him. I'm just like, I, I can only just like smile and nod sometimes. Just like you guys get get into some heated discussion sometimes. I'll tell you what, but uh, at the end of the day, I think you know we can all agree it's grow or love. We're all here to learn, and I think it's. Uh, the passion that comes through is, is you know, when you get dis disagreements and different, you know, ways people go about things, it can get, can get a little heated sometimes, but man, we're never like, 
no, it's not it's not heated heated. It's, you know, in in that kind of like stoner way where it's just like, you know, maybe people people get like a little more intense than usual, but end of the day, we're all chilling. Maxing relaxing vibes and shoot. Did, did you just did you just <laughs> did you just spit a little bit of the Max, uh fresh prince of, of belt fresh prince of Bel Air? Did I? I don't know, man. I'm uh, like I said, these bong rips are doing me differently since I got back. It's it's they hit different. Yeah, sure cannabis, do, man. Yeah, hundred percent. But when you have like a, even though you were still, you had that like vape, right? It's not the same, man. Like not at all. The flower is where it's at. I don't care what anyone says. I love that little Doctor Dabber. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely. Uh, more accessible way to dab. I fucking love it. But dude, you'll never take away my bong and and flower. I just I'm a flower, flower man. I love it. You know, yeah, um, me man. too. It's a beautiful thing, dude. I, it was so funny. Like, uh, you know, I I was walk I'm walking around with like my little you know my cartridge and battery thing all day, just like tooting on it. And, like, of course, at one point get a glimpse of this dude next to me on like a beach chair he's he's doing the same thing right <laughs> puffing on his little vape pen and i'm just like yo my my dude right here knows what he's doing like yeah you know just vapors unite you know with our with our smuggled uh vape cartridges into the country mm. it's the way you gotta go and he's like yeah man like i you know how much I wanted to bring a fat sack with me and just enjoy enjoy some uh, some nice weed on the beach, but it's the way it's got to be, you know? It's a necessary evil. You still think next time, at least if it was me, I would vacuum seal some flour and bring it with me. Just a little bit. Not going to lie. You, you, you I'm probably not you two. I'm just saying it's, just, that's what I would do. After yeah. seeing the... Uh, the carnage of modern modern day airports and the lack of actual staffing and people. Well, you could be like me on the way to Emerald Cup, you know, in Boston. I got torn apart in in you know security, like it was oh, yeah? unreal. Oh, dude, it wasn't fun at all, man. They literally like tore apart both. I didn't. I just had to carry on a backpack. BGG standing in the corner because he went through me and he's just watching and I'm looking at him. He's trying not to laugh because they dude they dumped out both my bags, just dumped them out, everything. Like, and uh, then they're like patting me down, and it's not your pat down, it's like a rub down where like pretty much every inch of my body was touched. They're like, Do you want to go into a room? I'm like, let's just do this here. <laughs> like, I don't have anything, and I, you know, dude, they're rubbing my fingertips for like bomb residue and like all this stuff. I'm like, oh, dude, this shit. is Oh, dude, it was fucking crazy. I'm like, do you guys realize I live in this state and I'm going to California? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Do I look like a terrorist? But whatever. Um, and then, dude, here, like, so here, here's what's fucked up about the whole thing, though, is so now I'm like, kind of like, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like gun shy to fly with anything, right? So on the way back, I had a bunch of shit and I'm like, oh, I don't want to get on the plane with this. Like, you know. I, you know, I just had a, a buddy mail it back, right? But um, in my front, in the front of my backpack, I had an empty cigarette pack with like four or five roaches. That was just, you know, that mesh pocket, like on the front of your backpack. Oh, dude, 
right through security. Right in there, yeah. Right, dude, like I get and like I'm yeah. walking, I'm like, I guess just like Smell and I look something, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's so they you know what's funny is uh BGG and a bunch of people too told me like, dude, they don't give a flying fuck at San Francisco Airport. So it they literally did no fucks to be given, dude. Um I swear to God, both everything just flew right through. They in Boston, they're like, take out all your electronics and blah 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 blah. I just dude, everything was just in the bags and gone. Now, granted, uh, for those you don't know, um, you know the terrorists boarded planes in Boston for 9/11, so it makes sense that things are might be a tad stricter um, there. But it was still fucking. Cr I couldn't believe it. I've never gone what? through that before. Ever. You know what they care about? Like, in all honesty, like, what they ask you, at least going internationally, like, in the, the customs guys, like, they care about fruit, okay? They care about seeds. Yep. They, like, it, seriously, like, if you brought your, your bean collection with you internationally, we might have a fucking issue. Oh, right? 100%, because they don't want some indigenous, uh, some plant that's not, you know, native to that coming in and fucking things up there's a plant actually i don't know if it's in your area i forget what it's called it's like this purple flower that somebody brought over from japan that has literally just taken over parts of the roads uh here in massachusetts and it's like literally invasive yeah it's crazy um so yeah like that's why they're, that, yeah, they, they're so strict about that shit they care about like if you if you're like in a an entomologist and you brought your like insect larva collection with you like they definitely want to know that and uh just like the yeah the weirdest weirdest shit you're just like like they, no, they in all honesty like the, those guys are not there to like take your ounce of weed from you <laughs> no so, i mean the tsa even made know? an announcement about yeah. that that you know uh they don't give a flying fuck about weed you know Use unless you're being egregious yeah, I mean, use that information as, you know, we, we accept no liability whatsoever as, uh, you know, we are not your attorneys or advisors in any legal capacity. So, yeah, don't get caught, guys. Yeah. But just saying, I, like, I brought in a couple vapes, like, very easily, and I felt the same way, kind of. I was just like, you know what, shit, if I knew it was like this, I'd have probably brought more with me. Yeah, but I was bullshit that I didn't bring my shit back with me. You know what I mean? Because I had, I had my, uh, I had my dabber and you know a bunch of oil, and I was like, man, you know, it's like sucks. I got all this shit now. I got to leave it here and wait for a, a buddy to mail it back. Um, don't want to, you know, blow up this dude's spot, but he, you know who you are. Thank you very much for getting that shit back oh, to me. Nice, yeah. you did you a solid. Oh hell so, yeah, yeah, dude. That's like the. It, you know trick too if you ever go on vacation well at least like nationally right like so if you if you live in a non-legal place right and let's say you travel to a legal place like i did this to colorado a couple years back got a bunch of really great weed while i was out there on a trip and i like couldn't finish it all you know because like it was it was great and i i ended up getting a lot for a good price and and just I wanted to bring it home with me. Didn't want to bring it on the plane. Just mailed it back to myself in an unmarked envelope. Allegedly, of course. Allegedly. Uh, you know, in an unmarked envelope, just slid that shit in a, uh, one of those big blue mailboxes and just, we did a thing. 
Nice, bro. Did a thing, but you know, just hey, could could have um, could have gone a little differently, I guess. If you, I guess, when you, it, it's all about like when you receive the package. If there's like an unmarked van outside your house or something like that, you're gonna want to be a little careful. Yeah, yeah. Believe me, uh, they're not doing that for your ounce of weed. Um, no, I don't think they so. do. No, I don't yeah. think so. Again, I'm not. So. I'm not telling you to go out and break the law, but you know. Some people are a little too careful, and I kind of find it a little funny. But um, G3, the hell do you got going on in the garden? Mm -hmm. oh, I was man. wondering. Um, so Tangy Tipiguana came down, and she is in cure now. I have Florence, who is my Mephisto tester. She's the new CBD cross. So is it Jackie, Jackie White or Jackie, Jackie Hemp CBD? By Walter White. Do they have a ratio on that? Mm-mm. Mixed okay. ratio. Mixed ratio. Oh, yeah, that's the mixed ratio one. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I have that tester running. She, um, I have my Peppermint Kush photo period in the secret closet upstairs. She's coming down, like, tomorrow. And then Florence is going up there, and then that's my last. She's my final can of plant for now. Um, I have... I don't know how I'm going to fit these two in there. But in addition to Florence, I also have the Mango Smile for the Grow Together with the Your Average Grow Boys. Oh, wait. So we're doing, doing another Mango them. Grow Along? Another yeah. Mango Smile Grow Along? No, oh, you do a Mango Smile Grow Along. <laughs> no, you can't. You I don't. Really can't. All right, I right. don't. <laughs> yeah, why not? Just looking for forever. another excuse to, yeah, hey. All right, well, shit. Now I got to find room for one of those fucking things. Because, yep, I mean, so. I wanted to grow that anyway. The problem is I only have three of the means, so I did. I, I'd love to fill a room with that shit, but I only have three of them. So um, yeah. I'll definitely have to pop at least one of those because I'm going to have a small veg area as well. So I think uh, a tangy, or I mean, I'm, yeah, a tangy too, man. What the fuck? Yeah. We'll do um, a mango smile in there because I, I love that smoke. It's just so unique, you know? Um, and, right. and when I grew those years ago, I, I had to look back. I think it was like 20. 18 or whatever um they were awesome like i you know big honk and fucking plants too like they're still big man yeah still very big yeah yep. so i'm gonna do her in the uh, autopot hell yeah i think that that is a home run you, and what size area um and like a two by three perfect and she's got to share space with i have another mephisto tester coming okay oh god you're doing more than just one mango smile and a two by three that sounds i'm wait, doing a mango in, smile. in an auto pot and wait. yeah well the mango smile is definitely going to be in an auto pot i don't know if the mephisto tester is going to be an auto pot that's their their new gelato cross mm, um gelato yeah so that my cbd cross one right now is just being hand watered and i'll think the other mephisto tester will probably can't be hand watered so the mango smile will be the only one on the autopot system so it'll just be her she'll be like this great queen she gives the res all to herself so exciting nice probably be huge probably be no all right well i'll have to i'll dig through dig through the seed vault up in a uh, svalbard and i will Try to see if I have another one left, another one of those beans. And if if that's the last one, you know that you know what that means. Just gotta order more. 
always have to have that's something that's available from meth is mango yeah mm -hmm. is it on the new i don't know if it's available right now but it is like intermittently available it's not gone mm. um, shout out to uh sacrificial waffle actually for hooking me up the three mango beans that i have um oh, so yeah. yeah yeah shout out buddy yeah. cool man yeah honestly it's gonna be cool to see you do that um yeah, yeah really I'm you know <laughs> i like Hopefully had a weird not be one of the amazon ones you know amazon ones what does that mean? But like the amazonian like giant seven foot tall oh manga yeah, like, smiles like ancient mayan yeah you know what you amazon could do is is just train it early on and keep it keep it short. I could. Yeah, I'm actually considering topping her. You could. I I always advise against it because you can get very similar results with just bending the top down. And yeah. uh yeah. And they're not symmetrical and that really fucks with my head. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I'm the same way, G3. Yeah. It, it just bothers my soul to look in my garden and not see it. symmetry. I know. Yeah, I understand. No, but if if you, I guess that just means you have to bend two of them and then like kind of I angle mean, them. I think we we have a, a yeah. famous quote though saying that you know you're not afraid to. I'm not afraid bend, to bend a bitch over. over. That's very true. one of the best quotes ever. True, that's true. But, uh, but yeah, in a little I mean, bit we'll of have a way, I don't know. I know she's going to need some training. All the mangoes like training, so. Yeah, I'm just excited to grow her again. Hey, I've missed her. That's one of the challenges of training. If you do it like the traditional way with like a green garden tie kind of and like, you know, attaching it to the pot, or some other fashion of holding a branch down, like it's really one of the challenges is trying to keep it somewhat symmetrical. At least I try to do that. Spiral up as I go up. So, like, if you start with two across from each other, and then you have the next two nodes are directly across from each other, right? So then the third one's up. They want to be directly above the first ones, but mm -hmm. you don't want that because then the bottom ones won't get light. So you move them. Um, I go clockwise because clockwise it's manifestation rather than vanishment. So I go clockwise, and you just move them. With a trainer of some kind, green garden wire is fine, or bud trainers, or whatever. You move them, um, I don't know, what is that, like 45 degrees? You just pull them slightly to the side. And then the next one up, instead of it being that for the next one, you pull them clockwise again and have them be slightly to the side. And then they spiral up and they're beautiful. And then you still have all your symmetry. Very true. I, I, I noticed the same thing. It's that, that you have to create a spiral effect. But mm -hmm. the, the trick is to like bend them. When, as you bend them laterally, you have to do a different, a different angle for each layer of branching. So mm -hmm. then you're not like, you know, you're not just moving them to occupy the same like uh, column of light, basically, as it, as it were. In, in in the in the light column in your tent, you know, right. So you all you all want to have a little little different crevice there. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Make There's that something nice, that can help nice dramatically spiral. though to really control that height early on when the thing is like six inches high, right? Eight inches high. You 
you know those um little plant markers that you like stick in the soil that like plastic pvc mm-hmm. right i used to bend those over and make a u and then just stick it over the plant and like bend it right over like almost in half um and that'll literally take you know a few probably six or seven inches off that plant's you know final height which helps a lot um when you're you know you're trying to keep the keep the thing short especially some of these like dude the, i've seen some of those tangies get like i like monsters dude just out of control you know um yeah, another one i've seen get get crazy is uh bgg's odin son like mm-hmm. um holy shit like that thing looks like you know i mean it's a prairie probably named and you know with mango same thing um right so yeah it's a, i find it important for me personally to get what i'm looking for out of a lot of the not just autoflower but any you know genetic like that that's going to beast out you got to want to trellis those bitches in my opinion and spread them out and just to get the, the most out of them you know and then two the the other thing is when you trellis that out you're creating good airflow for everything else and because some of them too right get like i find uh they get the nodes node spacing gets a little tight and things get squishy and uh branching doesn't happen quite the way you you'd hope right just the thing just grows up like a big like bush well, without really I was branch just gonna out. Say, it, it can be more important like if if you're like me and you're planning on growing one of those short or they tend to be a squatter, shorter plant, those mm. broadleaf varieties. You know? Yeah. It, it's perhaps more important to, to get that kind of like, let each level of branching occupy a different like space in, in the light column. You know, mm. it's more important because of the node spacing. You only get so much of that top there. You know, you want to maximize each one that, that you get. Um, and, it's just an important thing. You know, you only get so much chance. You don't want you don't want that indica to grow up and look like a cabbage when it's all grown up. You know what I mean? You do. That's how they start out in veg. Those. Yeah, my meth you, wedding looked like that. She right, was you a know cabbage you until yeah, yeah. she had stretch and then cabbage. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Kind honestly. of a cabbage. You mm. know, you got one when it looks like a cabbage or a broccoli or some kind of a. A brassica plant that you're like like wait what am i growing a fucking yeah this weed or a cabbage yeah, um cabbage. My, my my creme de la chem definitely reminded me of that and like the node spacing is so tight on those suckers too you know it's like that is neurotoxins a lot of those neuros yeah. are like just like you know uh i forget who i think it was somebody over in biff maybe but i'm in bass like uh, it wasn't that plant, but it was one that looked like. He's like, dude, that thing looks like Hulk's dick. It's just like fucking like a short squad, like like fucking nothing, like straight. Like, uh, you know, we used yeah. to call them in uh, what what were they called? A chode. Yeah, it's like a chode. It's like what wider than it is tall. You know, like that's that's the kind of kind of effect you get with those broadleaf ones. Mm, yeah, uh, is that is that is that what you were shooting for with like a Hulk's dick? Like yeah, a, it's a chode. I don't know, man. But uh, no neurotoxin. You know why? Because it's it's. I think uh, Joint would even tell you neurotoxin's at least an eighty percent indica. Yeah, that's it's, why it's so special. Yeah, you know, it's that's at like, least it might even be more, like a ninety ninety five. Yeah, yeah that's it's just you know, 
Unreal. I actually got a room I'm getting ready to fill with some Supreme Leader. So stay tuned for that. Nice. I had to re I had to rebuild the room. We had some issues. Um wasn't tight enough really. You know, it was a retrofit that I had come into to help somebody out. And it I hate doing those honestly because it's never things aren't the way I want them to be. So it had to be torn down, not to the bones, but like pretty close and kind of done things over a little bit. You know, basically light placement and uh, ventilation was completely out of whack. And, you know, to optimize everything, I wanted to take it all down, um, replace the poly, um, put more insulation up, make things tighter. Because at the end of the day, right, if your space is uninsulated and you're trying to keep it cool or trying to keep it warm, you'll pay more money, especially these days with utility usage. Um, costs are, are through the roof. So, you know, to try to pay more electricity, I mean, the, the air conditioner never shut off in the summer. And it's an 18,000 BTU in like, I think it's like nine by 11 in the room. It's not that huge. An 18,000 BTU should be able to do the job um, with, I think it was like 2,400 watts of lighting. So, and it just couldn't. In the summertime, the room would just pound heat. So I'm hoping this helps. Yeah. But yeah, Supreme Leader's going in that room. And then um, Neurotoxin should be coming up soon. I just haven't had the time to pick through the, the moms I have. I don't even know if they're male or female. I've just been so fucking busy lately. Um, that can wait. Yeah, they, you know, they're just chilling. And, they, and for those of you wondering, they're not in solo cups. They're in three-gal pots. Took them out of the solo cups because I would have left them in there. But honestly, um, unlike a lot of shit I've kept in solo cups that long, they weren't happy. So I had to take them out and put them in, in bigger pots. Um, but yeah, so um, look forward to that soon. Supreme yeah. Nita. got a lot yeah. of a lot of extra space, man. That's nice to to just have like the luxury of doing a lot of different stuff. Yeah, well, cool. you know what what's cool about a lot of the stuff I do is it's you know uh, not just for me; it's for other people. But this one here is just going to be just for for me and my my cousin and I. So um, I'm real excited. Um, to be able to, you know, put this together and lay everything out the way I wanted, right? Like built from the ground up. This is exactly the way I want it. Nothing's retrofitted. It's, it's to the T. Um, I mean, shit, we ran a hundred amps of power out there and I'll never, ever need that amount of power, but it's good to be able to know that I don't have to worry about anything, right? Like if I need to plug something in, I mean, you know, there's receptacles everywhere. Each, you know, zone is basically on its own receptacle. Up to, look, each 9x6 room has two 20-amp circuits plus a dedicated 20-amp lighting circuit, and then the mini-splits will be on their own 20-amp circuit. So there's literally no way I'll ever use, you know, more than I need for power. Go it's good to have things milk. spread out. Yeah. yeah, well, because, like, here's the thing with grow equipment that people don't realize. You're running this shit a lot. Wire builds heat. So if you're pushing your circuits at, you know, maximum capacity all the time 24 hours a day you know that's when shit can go mm. wrong so or even it's good close, to, close to it yeah it's good to oversize things and and uh you know things will run much cooler and, and be happier it's always a good good rule man and especially when you're rebuilding or building from the ground up and you can choose to do it that way of course you know err on the side of overbuilding as opposed to like 
needing needing the electrical when you're down the line like you'll actually use less power too if you're overloading stuff um because for instance if you run if stuff's running hot and it's running for long periods of time on long runs like long 100 foot extension cords that 1500 watt space here is probably going to use like maybe 1550 watts or a little bit more because it's got to draw more power to get that same energy over that long distance of wire um so there's things to consider there you know Always try to oversize if you can. For you sure. Know? Yeah. For sure. You know what I would I would do if I had all that space, all that extra new space? Try to like like do like the Mayan did, implement some some dark magic breeding program where you like take the plants that sprout on like these five days every month and you sacrifice them in the name of the the larger garden, you know, and mm-hmm. the success of pleasing the the gods of germination and and flowering and and all the cycles, sacrifice the young ones. So you have like this this nine by six space right here is just going to be for the, uh, the the sacrifices to the gods. Sure, if you just uh, I'll just figure out what it costs to run that room, <laughs> and you send me the funds, and I'll be glad to do it. Not, yeah. No, that'd be a total waste. Yeah, of yeah, I know. I know. Of course, it would. Uh, of course, it yeah. Would. Um, but no, yeah, there's no. It's I don't think like a great idea until it's not. Nope, nope, nope. No. It would be a complete waste of space. But it could be, uh, could be funny. Mm. In a, if you want to waste some space and and be funny, but no, dude. Um, I got nothing, man. I'm still, uh, like I said, I'm in the in the midst of the great reset, and um, now I just want to thank everyone for watching, listening, being part of the community. Um, I want to thank you guys for coming on, doing a show every week. Yeah. Thank you. Happy New Year. Um, look for, I look forward to this. It was, it was uh, you know, the week off was nice, but, you know, coming back and, and doing it, you know, takes a little bit to get going, warming up, you know? Yeah, man, especially, like, I mean, like I said, I, I just got some beans wet. It's like, you know, as exciting as, as I can make it as a grower, it's like it's, it's not the most exciting part of the grow. Um, so it's like, I, I, I almost feel like I got, I got nothing going on, you know? It's, it's mm. tough, to, tough to talk about stuff when, when there's not too much happening. So, um, Oh, one thing before we go. Listen, guys, DC's coming up. Um, get your shit together. Because I don't know about you, but I'm definitely going, all right? And, you know, the more people that come, Um, the bigger the place we can get. Um, I want to get this thing booked. April is around the corner. Yeah. Um, Now is a new year. You know, listen, if you don't have the funds and you want to go, just get in touch with me and let me know when you'll have the funds. I'm sure between the three of us, we can, you know, maybe help a few people out. You know, you know, you know, like we, 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 you know, we want everybody to go. We know Christmas was around, was just happened. Everybody's tapped out, but I mean, guys, it's a shit to get off the pot time. The place we originally wanted, uh, Wiz Khalifa probably fucking snagged it. Not even kidding. Cause it was the best place available. So, um, it was pretty yeah. bomb. Yeah. Hey, so, it's all right. Yeah. Let's get your shit together. Oh, yeah. Shit or get off the pot. Yeah. It's time. We gotta get, the, we gotta get this place booked. So, uh, and listen, I don't care at the end of the day, um, you know, but we need to know because what happened in Boston, we had people sleeping on the floor, which was terrible. I don't want, 
That's what will end up happening. You, I mark my words. It's gonna happen. There's gonna be people that are like, oh, I want to go, <laughs> and you'll be you'll be sleeping on the floor. So it'll happen. Of course, it will. That's mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I guess it it is an option, but we'd rather that not be the case because nah, because look, at the end of the day, the more the people day. that come, the bigger place we can get, the cheaper exactly. it is for everybody, and you know, well, it, plus, dude, I mean. The more people, the better, right? The more, the merrier, is the saying. So, um, the merrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's yeah, go. get a hold of us on Discord. Um, yeah, thank you guys. I want to thank Mad Hatter in particular too for help, yeah. helping us behind the scenes. Um, and check out his show, yep. Pro Exchange. <laughs> oh, sorry. So no worries. Hey, you reading my mind, brother? Um. And, uh, you know, like all the guys in our community, dude, like the, the average, your average grow podcast doing fantastic work, the craft crafting cannabis podcast cast do, doing fantastic work. Like when, uh, we're ever on a week hiatus again, you always have content coming out. I know. So, um, check up, check up on what these guys are doing, please. And thank you guys. Happy new year. Um, and do you guys have anything else? Don't get caught. <laughs> well, of course, besides that. Uh, um, yeah, no, that's should be a given at this point. And um, yeah, thank you guys. Happy New Year. Thank Talk you, everybody. Talk in a week. Adios. <laughs>